hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome to Jesus.com podcast, KOFC Kadosh. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ So glad you could make it here tonight for this meeting. something before I talk to you. I know it sounds kind of funny because of the way we've been, but I want to pray first. Let us pray. Or, you know what? Let me pray. I cannot do this anymore 
for so long we've been together It's over, James. No more, James. 
Welcome the pastor of this dynamic service, Pastor Kwesi Abedu. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you for today. Holy Spirit, you're welcome. Come and have your way. This is your meeting. Touch lives. Transform destinies. Give hope to weary hearts. Let minds be renewed. I yield my members to you. Use me as a vessel of honor. Speak through me. Use my mind. Use my eyes. Use my tongue. Let me speak a word in season to a heart that is weary. I pray, Lord, that demons will flee. I pray, Lord, that healings will take place. I pray, Lord, that lives will be transformed. Let us not leave this place the same. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church this afternoon? I want you to turn and look at your neighbor. Eyeball to eyeball. And tell your neighbor, I love you. Some people are not saying what I asked you to say. Watch those neighbors who can't tell you that they love you. Watch them. I said, turn to your neighbor eyeball to eyeball. And tell your neighbor, I love you. You have been receiving text message. I love you. You are sitting in church. Turn to your labor and say, I love you. You can't. Hallelujah. I've been teaching on the art of following. How many of you remember? The art of following. And I said to you that following is one of the primary ways by which Jesus discipled the people that he was sent to when he came to earth. He discipled them by asking them to follow him. Hallelujah. So when Jesus came, you would see that when he came to calling his disciples, he would just say to them, follow me, follow me. And I told you that following is a very important art 
that you need to understand, you need to study, and you need to understand. Amen. Because there are many people who are not able to follow. Not able to follow. I was sent to school to do architecture. For six years, I was sitting in the class and I was supposed to follow instructions that my lecture gave me. By following those instructions, after six years, I became an architect, qualified to design buildings. Wow, by following. Amen. So following is a very amazing way by which you can learn things. And as I'm standing here, I can pick you up and train you. After about six years, you will look exactly like an architect. Yes. If only you will follow the instructions I give you, I should pick you. <laughs> yes. Just by following. Just by following. I know um, um, a real estate developer. He hasn't been to school. I mean, he went up to JHS 1. Those times, it was JSS 1. Up to JSS 1. And then, his parents couldn't pay his fees again. So, he was working as a mason in a construction site. And he was very diligent. And any instructions that he's given, he would follow it. Instructions that he's given, he follow it. Right now, he's a real estate developer. He has an estate where he employs people to build houses for him. <laughs> he has become a real estate developer just by following. Amen. Amen. And I told you that if you will follow, you'll be amazed the strides you will make in life just by following. And we learned on different definitions of following. Today we can't go through all of those definitions. But one of the definitions of following is copying, imitating, copying. And I told you that copying is a good thing. When Jesus created man, he said, I want you to bear fruits after your kind. He said, I want you to duplicate yourself, copy. I don't want oranges to produce mango fruits. He said, I want orange trees to produce orange fruits. Mango trees produce mango, mango fruits. Amen. Amen. But sometimes we have human beings that are oranges. <laughs> and they are forcing to produce bananas. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Apple trees <laughs> forcing to produce guava. <laughs> But Jesus said, produce fruits after your kind. That word after your kind is alos. Produce fruits after your kind. Amen. And when you look at a country like China, many of you laugh at China. But they are skilled in copying. They copy everything. 
Recently, I was in China. They had copied the, the, the Range Rover. Hey! I mean, unbelievable. In fact, Range Rover was even taking them on. They were going to sue them. I don't know what happened to that case. Hey! Exactly! I said, oh, but if you are copying, you leave some small. No, 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 no. They copy exactly. And it has taken them very far. Ghana, we don't like to copy. No. We don't like to copy. <laughs> Everybody wants to be an original. <laughs> but you see, the interesting thing is, when you visit African countries, they all look the same. When you visit European countries, they all look the same. When you go to Nigeria, when you're standing in Lagos, you think you're at Mamubi. The same filth, dirty roads, potholes, the same. When you are in Switzerland, oh, lights, nice roads, beautiful, the same. France, beautiful lights, roads, skyscrapers, beautiful. Gabon. <laughs> so you see that the countries that are copying the good countries, they are becoming nicer. Nicer. But sometimes people don't like to copy. People don't like to follow. And it surprises me that somebody like Jesus, he was sent to earth, but there were people who didn't want to follow him. People who couldn't follow him. People who chose not to follow him. You know, you would think that everybody wants to succeed. No. Not everybody wants to succeed. Though. There are some people in life, they, don't, they are not going anywhere. And they don't want to go anywhere. I'm telling you. Yeah. You would think, oh, people want to get somewhere. They want to. There are some people, they don't want to go anywhere. Jesus, son of God, he was on earth. People didn't want to follow him. In Mark 10, in Mark 10, verse 17, it says, when he was come forth in the way, this is Jesus. He says, one came running and kneeled to him. Jesus was coming and then somebody started running towards him. When the person got to him, the person kneeled down. And then he said to him, he said, good master, what can I do that I may inherit eternal life? Is it not a good question? How many of you want to know what to do to inherit eternal life? When we get to heaven, we'll thank this man for this question. Then Jesus said to him, he said, why callest thou me good? 
For there is none good but one. That is, Jesus. that is God. He said, why are you calling me good? There's only one person that is good, and that person is God. Then he said, don't you know the commandments? In other words, the commandments that God has given us have the ability to take us to heaven. Recently, I was talking to somebody, and he was talking about the grace of God. And he said, oh, after you become born again, that's it. You can do anything you want to do. Once saved, forever saved. I said, then the Bible should have been John 3.16, full stop. All the rest of the Bible, it should have just, they should have just thrown it away. Yes. The Bible should have just been John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So once you have Jesus in your life, everlasting life, finished. Then you can go to the club and do our mother, our we are going to heaven. <laughs> Drink all the beer in the world. Still, you are going to heaven. Yeah. This guy asked Jesus, he said, what can I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, don't you know the commandment? And he actually went to explain the commandment. He said, do not commit adultery. <laughs> In other words, if you commit adultery, you cannot have eternal life. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. He said, do not kill. It, it looks very far, but the Bible says that he that hated his brother is a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, do not steal. <laughs> yeah, there are thieves in the church. <laughs> Say that shall a man rob God? Yes, in tithes and in offerings. <laughs> Recently, I was having my quiet time and I saw this verse. A great man of God had said, You, I think he was talking to his leaders, and he said to them that, Look, those of you who don't give your tithe you may easily not go to heaven. It became a major thing. People took it up, backlashing him, talking, saying things. But Jesus said it here. He said, don't steal. And the Bible says that, how can a man rob God? You can rob God by not paying your tithe or offerings. He said, well, you don't pay your tithe and offerings. You're a thief. And Jesus said, if you steal, you cannot have eternal life. Jesus said it. It's not Paul or one of the apostles or disciples. Or, it's Jesus himself. They are the words of Jesus. He says, do not bear false witness. Why is the church very quiet like that? <laughs> so do not bear false witness. He said, defraud not. 
you are here doing 419. Your black face, you are sitting behind the computer telling somebody that you are an Australian. And your name is Nancy. Defraud not. Honor thy mother and thy father. But there are people who are sitting in church. If your pastor comes to your house, they'll be wondering what your pastor is doing. In, the, the pastor is doing in the house. He said, "This house, pastor, you have a member in my house." Ah, you say my son comes to your church. Church. Because in church, you look like a powerful spiritual. But when you're watching TV and your mother calls you, oh! A few days ago, you're about to even slap your parents. Yes. But you're sitting here. He says, these are the commandments. Honor your mother and your father. Honor them. Honor them. He said, how can I go? How can I have eternal life? He said, honor your mother and your father if you want to have eternal life. That's Jesus. (laughs) Wow. Look at what the guy said. The guy said to Jesus, he said, master, All these things have I observed from my youth. Hey, I'd like to have a church member like this. He said, adultery, never. Stealing, never. Killing, bearing false witness, defrauding, 419. No, 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 no. Anna, my mother, he said, go and ask them. My parents are still alive. When I said, honor them. Then Jesus turned to him. He said, One thing thou lackest. He said, You have done everything, but there's only one thing that you lack. And sometimes that's how it is. A lot of things are working, but only one thing seems not to be working. And that's, sometimes that's what is standing between you and your destiny. <laughs> Passed all the exams, mathematics, mathematics. <laughs> he said, you lack one thing. Have all the money in the world, but you don't have peace. One thing is lacking in your life. Then Jesus said to him, he said, go thy way. Sell whatsoever thou hast. Give it to the poor that you may have treasure in heaven. You know, it amazes me that Jesus actually gave this guy the reason why he was telling him what he was telling him. He said, go and sell everything that you have. And he told him, he said, so that you will have treasure in heaven. (laughs) He said, and then come, take up your cross, then follow me. Follow me. 
the Bible says that the man was sad at the scene. When Jesus told him this thing, the guy's face dropped. The Bible said he was grieved for he had great possessions. Sad. This guy couldn't follow Jesus. Because of one thing. One, not two, not three, not four. One. One. Some of you, the day that brother lives your life, hey, you will follow God. You will follow God. One brother, the day he lives your life, you now you know it. One thing, one thing. <laughs> it's not many things, though. Paul knew this thing. thing. He said, "The sin that so easily beset us." Paul, he said, "This thing I besought the Lord thrice that He may depart." Still, Paul knew about this. Look, the things that people struggle with is it, not the same thing amongst different people. Sometimes you can think that your problem is general. It's not general. Not everybody is a thief. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes because you're a thief, you think that, oh, everybody starts getting hypertension when they see mobile phones lying down. <laughs> Some people don't get hypertension. <laughs> yeah. Some people, when they see a phone, they can pick it and go and give you, somebody left the phone. But you, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so you, your one thing is that you're a thief. The day you let go of stealing, hey, the way you follow God. But see, that computer is not allowing you to follow God. Computer is not allowing you to follow God. One day I was praying for somebody and the Holy Spirit said to me that this guy is good that he doesn't have a job. He said the day he gets a job, he's finished. He will steal. He will go to jail. So God is waiting for him. God is waiting for him to repent of stealing that he can open the door. So that one thing is standing between him and his job. Some of you, that's why you are not blessed. Because blessings come with responsibilities. The day God opens the door, you have free wife. Hey. Even now, the way you are struggling to get data, but still, still, yeah. <laughs> Even the small data, you are wrestling it. Wrestling <laughs> it for your own aggrandizement. <laughs> it's a word. Wrestling <laughs> the data. That is why it keeps. That's why your phone screen just gets broken. Then it, 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 it spoils. Then it. 
because God has seen that the smartphone cry is not good for you. <laughs> because you are more spiritual with the yam. There was a guy, I used to pray for a lot. Hey, about the third time when the guy came to me, he said his phone, the, the screen is broken. I said, God is talking to you. <laughs> God is talking to you. I said, I think that God wants you to carry a yam for some time. It's true. Some of you, a yam is the best phone for you. You'll be very spiritual. With a yam. The day you get an iPhone 10 with Vodafone 4G. Yeah. 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 Amen. This guy couldn't follow Jesus because of one thing. Amen. Today I want to give you just one point and then we'll close. One of the things that can prevent you from following. Hebrews 6, 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. It says, be not thoughtful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that it's not easy to follow. It's not easy at all. It's not easy to follow. It's not easy to follow. When you are following somebody, you know, it's like when, when, when even you have a friend or you are trying to relate um, with somebody, at a point, the person may hurt you. At the point, the person may upset you. If you are not careful, that will be the end of the relationship. So for you to go past the offense, the hurt, the pain, and continue that relationship, it takes a lot of hard work. Hard work. So when you see people have been married for a long time, it's not like they've just been having fun. Hard work. Stepping on their toes. Because when you are not close to somebody, you can never step on the person's toe. Yeah. You have to be close for your toes to be within stepping range. So it takes hard work. And the Bible says that be not slothful. Slothful. You know that word sloth, it comes from, that word slothful, it comes from the word sloth. Sloth. And that word sloth, it's an animal. 
is actually the slowest animal in the world. The sloth. Slowest animal in the world. So when the Bible says that, don't be slothful, but followers, what it means is that when you are slow, you can't follow. This animal, it takes him 24 hours to move 38 meters. This room is about 200 meters. So 38 meters is like from here. No, maybe the length of the 38 meters? No. This room is about 150 meters. No, this room is about 70 meters. About 200 and something feet. All right. So to move 30 meters is about from where I'm standing to the door. It takes this animal, the sloth, one whole day to make that journey. So if it starts at 6 a.m., it's moving. That's the sloth, though. It's moving. How can an animal that is moving like this follow anybody? How? You'll be left behind. You'll be left behind. That's what the Bible says. That don't be slothful. Let me just give you the characteristics of this animal. It will explain the point, and then we'll close. Characteristic number one. The face of this animal <laughs> is a smiling face. <laughs> the slot has a smiling face. <laughs> smiling face and they say the smiling face of the sloth is deceptive because the bone structure of the face makes the sloth naturally smile but he's not smiling <laughs> so when you see the sloth Sometimes the sloth is in pain, but the, the face is like this. <laughs> he's hungry, but he's broke, but <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? You know, one of the, 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 the things I've come to see that makes it very difficult for people to follow is when people pretend. When people pretend. You know, when you pretend, you can't follow. You can't follow. 
When you are fake, you can't follow. So sometimes I see people, I say, ah, you. They're slow, they are sliding. <laughs> Pastor Kiri is too powerful. <laughs> How's your spiritual life? Pastor Kiri, you are blessed. <laughs> it's working. Fake people. Fake. You know, Jesus, eh, it amazes me when he walked on earth. I never saw Jesus curse anybody whilst on earth. The only time I have seen Jesus curse in the Bible, he was dealing with hypocrites. He couldn't stand hypocrites. Couldn't. Couldn't. In fact, a woman was caught in adultery and brought to him. They said, we caught him in the act. He was on it. <laughs> caught in the act. Can you imagine being caught in the act? As in, can you imagine? Caught in the act. No, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> It's not like somebody said, oh, he said, we caught him in the act. But Jesus said, look, if anybody has not sinned, cast the first stone. Then Jesus says, neither do I condemn you. In other words, Jesus didn't even condemn that person. He said, go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. But when it came to hypocrisy, you see Jesus. He said, woe to you. Woe to you. Pharisees, scribes, hypocrites. <laughs> he rained down curses on hypocrites. Read Matthew 23. You see it. Matthew 23, 30. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. In verse 15. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Verse 17. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. 19, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. 23, woe to you. 25, woe to you. 27, woe to you. 29, woe to you. Jesus he couldn't stand it. Never cursed anybody in his life. Never. But he couldn't stand hypocrites. Fake people. Come to church. But they are elsewhere. Sing for God. Sing other songs. Hypocrites. 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 Who are you deceiving? Is it me? Are you deceiving me? That's what the Bible says that God, he judges the hearts. Look, Macbeth, he said, there is no heart 
to find the mind's construction in the face. <laughs> that smile that you are giving us, we can't tell what is in your heart. We can't tell. Even your pastor sometimes cannot tell. We can't tell. It's like this. There's lot. <laughs> Smiley face. Look at Jesus. Couldn't stand it. Can you imagine Jesus cursing you? Cursing you. Jesus forgave all kinds of sins as man on earth. But he couldn't stand it. He didn't even say that maybe you change. God will bless. No. He said, curse be you. You hypocrites. You know, because when, when, when you're a hypocrite, sometimes you cause more damage to the house of God. Yeah. One of the woes in verse 15, I think, he said, woe to you. You encompass land and sea and bring in or you make a proselyte. That word proselyte is a convert. He said, then after you have made this convert, you make him twice or twofold. A child of hell than yourself. That's why he couldn't stand it. He said, woe to you, you are cursed. Because your hypocrisy is costing the church. People are becoming more evil because of your hypocrisy. Because you read your Bible. The Bible says you should be holy people. Imagine, imagine me as a pastor. I call you church member, girl. I call you. I say, I like you. I say, well, let, let me just squeeze you small. That single act. Listen. That single act. That single act. That single act. I may have made you twice the child of hell. Yeah. You will never believe the word of God ever again. Because this is your pastor who is standing, preaching powerfully. People are saying amen. Look at, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He's not real. Those of you that are sitting in the church say calling yourself prophets. Those of you in the church. Those of you in the church calling yourself prophets. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. Say, hey, hey, let me tell you something. In this church, there's no other prophet. There's only one prophet in this church. There's only one prophet. His name is Bishop Kakrabaden. Those of you in the church calling yourself prophets. Prophets. Prophets that the visions you see are only dreams that lead to proposals. send people to hell. That is what you want to do. You want to send people to hell. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. Jesus couldn't stand hypocrites. can't stand it. Some of you people come to church. Do you converse? They come. They want to serve God. Oh wow, we didn't know that there are young people like this who serve God. Then the next minute... The next minute, you approach them. You said you're also in the church. You're a good person. And then you started sending text messages. You say, can you take a snapshot of your chest area for me? 
Can you take a snapshot of somewhere around your knees and, and send it to me? Innocent person came to church to come and serve God. You are creating a child of hell, sending people to hell by your hypocrisy. This same sloth, this same sloth, it is camouflaged in algae. The word camouflage, it means hidden in or disguised in. So, you see, they are so slow, they move so slow that algae forms on them. Algae is kokobibri, those of you who don't know algae. Is kokobibri. And kokobibri, they form in areas where there's dampness. Dampness for a long time in that area. So the algae is so slow that algae can actually form on it. And it's actually a mechanism that they use to, to is it like a defensive mechanism. Because, because the algae is on them, sometimes some of the predators cannot spot them and eat them up. So they, they camouflage themselves in that algae. So the algae forms on them and then it becomes like a camouflage. So people who are, who are in, in certain camouflages see them nice, but they are, they are hidden in terms. Camouflage. Yeah. Church of God, let's be real. Let's be real. I can't stand people who are not real. I can't. So I can, I, I can, I can tell how Jesus feels. It's disgusting when you see that people are not real. You fell. There's nothing wrong. Come, come, come clean. There's nothing wrong. Come clean. But don't, don't give us that, that hypo, hypo, hypocrisy look. One day I had a church member. She came to I was in tech at that time. I had a church member. She came to my room. I wasn't a, I wasn't a pastor. I was an elder. He said, Elder, Elder K. I said, Yeah. So Elder K, I've, I've, I've sinned. I said, what, what is the problem? He said, I, I fell. I said, You fell from where? <laughs> <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> he said, I fell. I fell. Said I fell. <laughs> I was running with my beloved and I fell. <laughs> Do you understand it? She was running with her beloved and then she fell. <laughs> and I said, So, 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 what does it mean? She said, I'm pregnant. In school. Yeah. He said, I'm pregnant. I said, how many weeks? She said, it's months. I said, whoa. I said, how many months? She said, eight months. Hey. Then I got back and I looked at her again. I said, so where is the baby? 
because I couldn't even see, but it didn't even show. She was a student in school. I said, don't worry. By coming clean, God knows your heart. He's forgiving you. I held her hand. I prayed with her. I had to take her to her parents to go and break the news. Can you imagine the devastation? But I broke the news. A month after, she gave birth. She's bounced back, serving God, moving on. That is why God can call somebody like David a man after my own heart. Do you know what David did? (laughs) You see that smiling smile? (laughs) It's not smiling, that's the face. (laughs) Sister Sloth. No, this brother Sloth. God, God likes somebody like David. David messed up big time. Big time. But David was not a hypocrite. No. He won't hide behind it. He came clean with God. He said, cast me not away. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore. Restore the joy of my salvation. And renew a right spirit God said, I forgive you. I forgive you. You are the man after my own heart. Hey. But some of you, you look spiritual. But in, God, in God's books, he has actually thrown you out. Let me give you one last characteristic and then we'll close. The sloth is a very interesting animal. You know, the sloth is such that uh, when, when, when it's time for them to make babies, this one is just by the side, when it's time for them to make babies, it's the female sloth that announces their readiness to the male sloth to come for them. <laughs> so they have a mating scream, and then the female sloth will make that scream then the male sloths will hear that, hey, some lady is ready. <laughs> but, but you know the problem. I said it takes about 24 hours for the slot to move from here to there. <laughs> so when you hear the scream, that is, it can take about two years. <laughs> and sometimes by the time they get there, the female is not ready again. It's a message girl already. <laughs> it's a message. Because they are people. When it's time for them to do what they have to do, hey, the way they are slow. They 
you can't follow. You can't follow. One day I was with Prophet. Prophet told the brother. He said, this girl, powerful girl, marry her. You know what the brother said? He said, Prophet, I'll think about it. And I turned and I told him, I said, you're a fool. He said, I'll think about it. I said, you see, that's a sloth. He's not going to think about it. Two weeks, you ask him, Charlie, the sister, how? See, I'm thinking about it. One month, brother sloth, how? He said, I'm thinking about it. Before I realized, three years have come to pass. Three years have come to pass. Look, I said, you cannot follow when you are slow. You'll be left behind. And by the time you are ready to actually do what you want to do, you see that the opportunity is gone. You know, another interesting thing about the slot is that 90% of their lifetime, they are hanging on the tree upside down. What does it mean? They have the wrong perspective on life. When I turn you upside down, how you see things are different. So what you are seeing is right. But it's upside down. <laughs> Slothful people, their perception and their judgment is upside down. <laughs> no matter what you tell them, it makes sense, but they can't follow it because they are seeing things from an upside down perspective. You can explain everything you want to explain, still, they won't see it. It's not that what they are seeing is not, wrong, it's not right, it's right. But the only problem is that it's upside down. That's why sometimes you can come to church, hear instructions direction about life. You live. You do what you want to do. <laughs> Upside down. The church is very quiet. Too. I should just end the sermon and then... <laughs> Upside down. You think me, I don't want you to listen to good music. Oh! What do I lose? Me, I don't want you to listen to good music. That's why I say don't listen to Shatawale, don't listen to Stoneboy. Um, so it's like you have, you have put earphones in your, in your ears at home and you are dancing. It's like, Pastor Gwizi thinks it's like, maybe you can come out for there. <laughs> you think you are fooling me? <laughs> you think you are doing me? <laughs> if you know the evil spirits that you are inviting into your life <laughs> you don't know that's why yeah. upside down no amount of advice yeah. you see bishop married 20, 20, 20, 26 27 prophet married 25, 26 reverend Brown married 27, 28 Pastor K married, 26, 27. You, you can see the trend, but you in your mind are married at the age of 42. <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> you are seeing 24, but in your head is 42. 
Amazing. You can see all these people. They married um, their own mate. They didn't have a car. They didn't have a this. But you, in your mind, the person has to have a car. Person has to have a house. Person has to has have, have a, a has to be a managing director in a, in a, in, a, in a job. Upside down. Upside down. You know the wisdom of God is directly opposite. The wisdom of the devil. That's what the Bible says, that had they not known it, had, had they, known it they would not have crucified. I mean, if they knew that killing Jesus was going to be the key to salvation, they would not have killed. I mean, the devil knew it. Triple them. can dying on the cross, can dying on the cross be the key to salvation. They would not have crucified him. Upside down. Hey, hey, Sometimes you advise people. Hey. You add scriptures. One day I was, I, was, I was advising somebody. The person was sitting in my office. He said, I'm going to do an investment. I said, forget the fact that I'm even a pastor. I said, I am your mentor in the corporate world. I said, I've, I've consistently shown you how to make money. This investment you are going to make is not good investment. Don't take your money there. Talked for 40, 40 minutes. Then at the point myself came, I said, no, let me even ask scriptures. Add dead scriptures. Scripture upon scripture. Preach from my heart. The person got up and did the opposite. opposite. Yeah. So, wow. So, wow. How come this person is doing this? How come? Haste not to be rich. He that hasted to be rich has an evil eye and shall come to poverty. I quoted the scripture to this person. I said, this money that you want to fast, fast, it will make you poor. It's the word of God. And the Bible says that the word of God cannot be broken. I said, this thing, if you put your money there, this scripture will be fulfilled in your life. The person said, okay. And went. When the fish one, you know fish one. When fish one took the money and went to Dubai, the person was back. Back. Ninety percent. 
What it actually means is that 90% of the things that you are thinking about, <laughs> it's not correct. <laughs> Rather, align yourself with the word of God. <laughs> because you can't, it's just maybe about some 10% that you will get right in the gamble that you are doing. Just about 10%. 90% of it is not correct. So rather, bank your hopes on the word of God so that at least 90% of your decisions will be hinged on the word of God, which cannot be broken. Just you are sitting now, you think that, oh, if I can marry a nice slim girl who is nice, does her nails, I'll be happy. Instagram, you'll be taking pictures. And your friends will be liking it. You'll be having 300 likes, 400 likes. <laughs> you, you think that is marriage? That is marriage. No, that's not marriage. That's not marriage. I would say that favor is deceitful. Beauty is vain. A woman that fears God. Hey! When you see a woman that fears God, don't let her go. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. My time is up. Next week we'll continue. Once together, stand to your feet. Let's bring our service to a close. The slot is moving. <laughs> Shall we pray? I just want you to pray. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Tell him you want to follow. Some of us, there's one thing that is standing between you and following God. But today you want to talk to God. You want to tell God. Say, God, this thing. Trying to handle it on my own is not working. Covering it up is not working. I give it all to you. I give it all to you. Been acting too much. Tired of acting. Tired of acting. I want to be real. 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 You know, let me tell you something. Last year, I did a surgery. First time in my life, I'd stayed more than 24 hours in the hospital. When I was being wheeled into the theater, in fact, before I was wheeled into the theater, the doctor came and said, you need to take out everything on you and then we'll put on a gown before we take you into the surgery. So I started taking off my clothes and I left my boxer shorts. He said, no, that one also has to go. I said, this one also. You see, but the interesting thing is that the surgery was not even on a part of me that I needed to take my clothes off. Where I did the surgery, as you are looking at me right now, you can see the skin to where I did the surgery. 
but I needed to take off everything. Everything. So I removed everything that I was wearing. Naked like a banana. <laughs> Naked like a banana. And the doctor said, you are ready. And I remember, just before we entered the theater, the doctor said, one, one more thing. He said, your wedding ring. I said, what? My wedding ring too. The surgery has even nothing to do with my hand. He said, you have to take off your wedding ring also. For the first time in about nine years, that was the first time I was removing my wedding ring from my hand. I removed it. And I gave it to the doctor. That was when I became afraid. <laughs> I said, if I go and I don't come back. <laughs> but you see, as I was being wheeled into the theater, then the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, this is how I also work on people spiritually. He said, before I can work on you spiritually, you need to come naked before me. Naked, naked, everything has to be That sin that you are hiding, it will never leave you. The day you expose it to God Himself, He will deal with it. Stop hiding it. Stop hiding it. I went in, I came back completely whole. Can you imagine struggling with the doctor? I said, no. As for my wedding ring, I can't remove it. He said, in the theater, there are magnetic fields. As you have been operated, the magnet can attract your hand before you realize your hand has moved up. <laughs> Going to hit some metal thing up. So, he said, that one also. I mean, something as small as this had to be taken off for the surgery to happen. That's why I tell you that. One thing can stand between you and God. One. When I became born again, God told me, he said, this person, and he wasn't a lady, man, he was a guy. He said, if you cannot detach yourself from this person, you can never save him. And I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. God said, this is your friend. My body, body. He said, if you don't leave this guy, you can never save him. But you know the amazing thing? That guy is born again now. We still talk. It makes me realize that the scripture is true. This guy who couldn't leave everything and come and follow God. The Bible said he turned. He was, he was, he was very, very sad. Then Jesus turned to the disciples and then he told them. The disciples asked that, Peter actually told Jesus. He said, we have left everything and we have followed you. Then Jesus told Peter the revelation. He said, there is nobody that will leave mother, brother, sister, house, lands. There is nobody like that that will leave these things. And me, I will not give to the same person in this life brother, sister, houses, lands. He said, anything that you leave for God, when you become saved, you will get it back. Every friend, almost every friend I left, almost all of them have become born again. 
They are back, my friends. But so long as I held on to them, there was no way I would have gone Everything I left, left is come back. If you leave a land for God, you will find it. Leave a house, you'll find it. You'll find it. But first of all, you must be willing to remove it. Lift up your hands. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Tell the Holy Spirit, I am willing to let go. I'm willing to let go. Willing to let go. Willing to let go. Willing to let go. Thank you, Jesus. baby means anything to you, I want you to come and let me pray for you. That is all I will say. If the word baby, your name, somebody's name you know, whatever, come and let me pray for you. The word baby, if it means anything to you, the word baby, Come and let me pray for you. If the word baby means anything to you, come and let me pray for you. I'll say for the last time. If the word baby means anything to you, come and let me pray for you.
Bible says that there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end are the ways of death. You're on a path that you know leads to death. Today, you want to make a U-turn. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my heart to Jesus. I don't want to spend eternity in hell. To go to heaven when I die. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Standing wherever you are, I want you to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hand. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You don't want to go to hell. You want to go to heaven. God bless you. God bless you. With your hand still lifted, walk to me. Don't put your hand down. Walk to me. 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 Come to Jesus. lifted up as a sign of surrender. Say, Lord Jesus, today I recognize 
that I'm a sinner and that I don't know you. But today, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. I believe that you died for me and on the third day you rose again. Father, forgive me of all my sins. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Today, I am born again. I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral, Sakumono, upstate the regional maritime university of the Tema Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 0546-125491 or 0548-961-323 for other messages. Follow us on social media, Jesus.com Kadosh on Facebook and Jesus underscore dotcom underscore Kadosh on Instagram. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. See you this Sunday at 1 p.m. Stay connected.